Hi, Megan. I'm wide distance away from my microphone, and I want to welcome you to Bad Movies Rock. Really? Really? We're just going to start with salty? That's how we're starting right now? We're just going to start with just a little, little, little salt? A little mm-hmm. salt in that? Amber's an editor, and she's got little picadillos about mic distance and gain? Yes. Just because I want to make things as perfect as I can doesn't mean that I deserve to be treated in this fashion. I'm an artist! You are an artist. You make this podcast sound very, very good, Amber. so not an artist, which is why I need all the help I can get. I have no idea how to make things sound good. I don't understand what gain is. Nobody does, Amber. It's a made-up word. Is a made-up word. Amber, we watched a bad movie today. Why did we do that? You haven't welcomed me to anything that would give me a reason why we did that. Okay, let's start again. No, I don't want to start again. I just want to dive right in. Never mind. We don't do Welcome to Bad Movies Rock anymore. It's fine. Let's just go in and say, hey, we watched a movie. Megan, did we watch a movie today? How do you like salt? How do you like that taste? Is it sweet? It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be salty. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, Amber. Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Why, thank you, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. (laughs) Amber, we watched a bad movie today, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Did we enjoy this bad movie? We did, mostly. I hate it when thinking thoughts gets in the way of enjoying dumb things. I know, I know. Well, we'll get to that. Totally worth watching, but, you know. Absolutely. Uh, We watched Riddick, which is... Yeah, it's the third in the so far trilogy of Chronicles of Riddick movies. Um, we actually tried watching, well, we completed watching Chronicles of Riddick, the second one. We tried to do a recording about it um, a little while ago, and it, it just didn't it didn't take. No, as it turns out, we could watch it. We mm-hmm. just couldn't talk about it afterwards in a way that made us feel happy on our insides. We're not saying we won't sometime down the line make a second yeah. attempt at recording it but we weren't feeling it yeah i i mean i think when we were talking about it it just the plot is so convoluted and doesn't make much sense i i'm not saying people shouldn't watch it but it was difficult to make a good podcast out of it was hard to get into it i i definitely we came across that same problem with the last witch hunter as you will have noted have you, if you've listened to that episode, is that while you didn't hear them, we made five attempts at describing the plot of that movie in a succinct and intelligible fashion. Yes. I'm not even sure we hit it, but we stopped at five because that's mm-hmm. how I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, because we couldn't do any more and still get out a podcast about it. And we ran into that same problem trying to describe the Chronicles of Riddick. And mm-hmm. the more we attempted to do that, the more we just kind of weren't feeling it. Yeah. There was yeah. none of that cheetah fucking joy. No, there wasn't. Mm. So rarely do we get to cheetah fucking, Amber. So rarely do we get to cheetah fucking. Mm-hmm. We do get to the rock makes the rock look like something something. Okay. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this movie, um, so just to kind of pull it together for the last movie, and I don't know why I'm going to try to describe the plot now in just a few sentences, but we're left with... Um, Vin Diesel being the leader of a necromancer 
cult I believe, society. I believe the, the, they're the necromongers. Oh, excuse me. You're right. They you're monger right. instead of mance the necro. You are correct. Necrophiliacs. He's at the top of... <laughs> the necrophiliac food chain. Yes. Yep. Um, and that's all you really need to know at the beginning. Um, so, yeah. The, the gist of it is he does not submit to um, necrophilia. So there are several attempts on his life. And he decides he just wants to leave and go find Furia. <laughs> I will not submit to your corpse-mongering ways. <laughs> nope. It's so true. <laughs> if you're going to laugh at my jokes, Amber, you need to laugh into the microphone so people understand how funny I am. <laughs> Amber's doing a lean back to not... I'm afraid I'm going to hit the microphone with my jiggling. Um, so he, his home planet is Furia. There's one person who knows where Furia is. He makes a deal to leave the necromongers to this guy so long as he delivers them to his home planet. To, mm -hmm. Delivers Riddick to his home planet. Exactly. So Riddick is sent to this planet. It's not actually Furia. And he's betrayed betray by the people yeah. who sent him there. But mm -hmm. not by the guy who knows where Furia is. He apparently was dealing in all fair goodness. Yes, we learned but, that at the end. Yeah. But the, the pilot was a true necromonger believer. And he was yep. like, fuck this guy. He doesn't want a necrophile with us. Yep. And if he kills Riddick, then he keeps what he kills and he gets to be the all-powerful necrophiliac. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, Amber. Every time. <laughs> Your willful abuse <laughs> yeah. of the Chronicles of Riddick mythology. Oh, no. It's <laughs> much appreciated. Moving mm -hmm. on. Okay. So, yes, you're correct. The movie starts with what looks like a dead hand in a pile of rocks. And a bird vulture large thing comes over and starts pecking at it. And then... He chokes it the fuck out with the seemingly dead hand. Mm -hmm. Just, it tries to get away, but it doesn't. Nope. And then he chokes yep. it out. Yep. And then we get a voiceover. It says things and whatever, it doesn't matter. He's returning to his animal side, Amber. We don't get that until after the 24 minutes. Well, yes, yeah. I'm jumping ahead <laughs> No, you are again. jumping ahead. It's great. It's great. It's great because all the blah, 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 he must have lost a step because, oop, he was betrayed and he almost died and... He's got to get back to his animal side. Mm-hmm. So he gets yeah. naked and so climbs up on some rocks. Yeah, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole beginning, so I keep calling it the beginning because it's what I consider the beginning of the movie, is Riddick alone in this kind of wasteland world trying to figure out how to get, um, he, he sees over this mountain a um, place where there's actually grass and water and a station of some sort, and he's trying to get to that area. But he can't get there because the one passage through the mountain is blocked by these water creatures, water scorpions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Water serpent scorpion venomous tail stabby guys. Yes, they call them mud demons. Although Mud that's demons? What, that's what Wikipedia calls them. I don't think they ever gave them a name. <laughs> Thank in... goodness, because if they called them mud demons. <laughs> oh, oh been that laughable. mud demon's going to get you. Oh, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very coolly designed monster where the tail comes up. It's it's scorpion like tail comes up out of the water. It has these kind of eye spots. Yeah, and it kind of um, sways back and forth hypnotically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the actual mouth comes out of the water and just bites you. And then there's venom, and then you die. Yep, exactly. Except for Riddick, who now climbing out of this um, rock pile. Um, with a broken leg, he resets his own leg with uh, by shoving it into a rock crevice don't worry, and it's, like it's field medicine, Megan. You don't understand it. <laughs> that is that is what I have that quote from you, where <laughs> you literally said to me, "I was like, why is this? If it's a compound fracture, like it's not like it's not like you just have to knock it back into place. It's not a popped out." you know, socket. You just anyway. slide the bone back inside okay. the meat of the leg. Sure. And then, like, stick some pins in it. And then split it. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then your leg is all better. You can get naked and climb on some rocks. God damn it, mm. Megan. You make a good point. And you said to me, Megan, you just don't understand field medicine. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I still think that. <laughs> yep, yep, it's very true. I'm very consistent. So there's several creatures in this kind of wasteland area, and... Uh, one of them is a jackal type thing and this is you know the water scorpion attacks a jackal which is how we kind of learn about how it does its um, predatory attacks and Vin Diesel has to fight off some of these jackals at some point he he ends up fending one off by um, taking a little piece of his armor and flinging it like a frisbee away from himself and the dog <laughs> the jackal like dog looks away looks at where the frisbee's going looks at Vin Diesel like oh I really want to eat you and then whimpers a little bit and then goes to chase the frisbee like thing you mm-hmm. found my one weakness fetch <laughs> damn you sir exactly I was so hungry mm-hmm. and then we see Vin Diesel finding a um, jackal beast puppy which he keeps and trains for his own. He also uses for experimentation, so that feels a little not cool, but what can you do? I mean, that's how we science, Megan. We don't science on ourselves. We science on animals first. Mm. Vin Diesel constructs a hypodermic needle out of a very small mud demon. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) Sorry, just mud demon. Yeah, right? Um, and he kind of milks the venom out of the baby mud demon and starts injecting small amounts into the puppy. And then when the puppy survives, he's, Vin Diesel starts injecting himself with it. Essentially, um, he's building up an immunity to Iocane powder. Exactly. So that if he gets bit, he can just keep on trucking. Yeah, exactly right. Which he does. Mm-hmm. In order to take out the mud demon that's blocking his path to the green, green grasslands of promise... He fights it, and then once it gets a grip on his thigh and he should go down, he yep. doesn't go down and he chops his fucking head off. Yep. All right, hold on a second. I'm realizing we're getting into a lot of the meat of the story when it's hard because there's a lot of fun stuff that it. happens. I know. Let's just, so, let's just motor through. Okay, so he gets to the other side. He ends up calling Mercs to come get him as a way to get off the planet himself. And because the rains are coming, and with the rains come the mud demons, even in the promised land. Exactly right. Two ships of mercs come to essentially 
get Riddick. And, you know, typical Riddick things happen. They fight for a while. Riddick eliminates like half of them and then they team up because the mud demons are coming and they now need to get off the planet altogether. And then they do the end. Okay, good work. (laughs) 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 The first half an hour of the movie took took us, you know, 15 minutes to do the last hour Hour and 20 minutes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Took uh, 30 seconds. Anyway. um, Murder, 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 stabby, 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 monsters show up, blah, 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 fly away, safe. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well done. I, cause there are some things that I really want to get to, but I want to get to it after we visit our Critics Corner, Amber. The Critics Corner, where we sort of talk about critics, but ultimately just say, eh, we don't care. That's how it goes. So the Rotten Tomato tomato meter for the critics is at 57%, and the audience score is at 56%. Metacritic, done aggregated at 49, and the users chime in at 71. Very nicely done, Amber. Why, thank you. Oh, you mm-hmm. Thank you for noticing. I was really going for, like, succinct and informative. You did very well. Thank Although, you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I just drew it out just now yes. by saying yeah. that, mm-hmm. and That's now we're still talking say. about it, and uh-huh. I've kind of sure. yeah. undone all my hard work. I'm going to uh-huh. stop. I'm not going to edit this out, okay. but I am going to yep. stop now. Perfect. Right now. Mm-hmm. Now. Have you stopped? Well, if I answer that question, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, so the critics say that this movie is a bit of a mess. Um, uh, cheap sense of humor, etc. Um, but, you know, it. I will say it's no pitch black. It is no pitch black. Yeah. It does hit some of the notes of Pitch Black in a way that, mm-hmm. of course, Chronicles of Riddick did not. Yes. And I'm not against Chronicles of Riddick, but it was a mess in in terms of just being just so much, just so much, too much, and a lot of it just kind of thrown at you and confusing and conflicting. And again, I enjoy that movie a quite a bit. But yes. you, you have this story bookended by those elements, and then you have the core of the movie being much more similar to Pitch Black, and a lot of people kind of complained, ah, it's more of the same, or it's a watered-down version of more of the same. And again, not disagreeing with that. Yeah, Pitch Black was a great movie. Yes. This is a good movie. It's entertaining, and I enjoy watching it, and I got some things with it, but I'm not mad at it enough to say stay away. Like, it's fun. It's fun if you like Pitch Black. Yep. And so let's um, let's get the annoying part out of out of the way which is to say that the annoying thing is in the film is that they treat the one woman well the one woman that they don't shoot in the back um <laughs> they after they, making it very clear that she's probably been raped repeatedly by oh God, the head yeah. of one of the merc teams mm-hmm. yeah that's just gross and and then on the second merc crew um katie sackoff comes in she plays doll and she is gay, and she makes it clear that she's gay. But then Riddick says some terrible things, like that he's going to go balls deep in her, but only after she asks real sweet-like. Ugh, which I'm and sure he... is supposed to be funny. I get that it's supposed to be funny. 
Yeah. It's not. Super gross. I'm sorry. It's And it's not necessary. None of the shit that happens with doll, and they spell it D-A-H-L, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're not actively feminizing her for no reason by giving her a last name that makes her seem like, I don't know, a female object. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. But she's a lesbian. She's just a hard-ass man-punching lesbian. I don't fuck men, but I do fuck them up when I have to. Okay, sure, you know. Like, yeah. Katie Sackalf is a bad, badass, like, action hero person. Hell yeah. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff yeah. is a badass action hero person who is then overly sexualized by a character who has managed to treat women with respect and not get super rapey with them in the first two movies. Mm-hmm. No thank you. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's like they just, you know what? What I've really been missing in the Riddick movie so far? Riddick just ain't getting his dick wet as much as I'd like. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's just, it's, he pervs on her, Riddick pervs on uh, Katie Sackhoff um in the shower mostly to steal her mirror but he's also like definitely creepier creeping out looking at her and then he compares her nail polish to her areola color and that's icky yeah i mean it's it's almost an okay exchange like you see her taping up her toes for mm -hmm. no particular reason but it gives you a glimpse of her nail polish so she's painted Mm -hmm. her toenails pink Ooh, how feminine and riddick Mm -hmm. notices and he's like oh i like your toenails and she says it's predator pink so far, fine exchange. It Leave matches it. your nipples. No. And yeah. you lost me. Just no. Yeah. You don't need that. There's, there's like three lines you could take away from Riddick and make this and, and get rid of all that creepiness between her and Riddick. And, exactly. And it, yeah. Exactly. I mean, and there's. You already have a character that you've decided to make overtly disgusting and rapey. You, you've established yes. Santana, the head of the, you know, grungy merc squad is being a disgusting rapey piece of shit who repeatedly attempts to assault katie sackoff's character yes which gets him beat the fuck up which is supposed to be satisfying and to a certain extent Mm -hmm. yeah of course it is i love violence against rapey people but it's the fact that you already have that character and then you put him alongside riddick's character who is Mm kind of still perving on her not kind of is perving on her yeah and she's receptive to it yeah it's very much the like oh you're gay, and what you just really needed was a real good manly dick. Yep, a big, strong man in touch with his animal side. Mm-hmm. Letting now, you know that you're going to ask him to fuck you later. Yeah, and now, guess what? You're not gay anymore. Yeah, it's just, That whole trope is very bad and very dumb, and so not needed in this movie. Mm-mm. It doesn't add anything, and Mm-mm. if you took it out... It would remove about three seconds from the movie, except mm-hmm. they left it in, and then it just makes me feel gross. Exactly. And mm-hmm. also not saying that we're against having women be sexually empowered in movies. Absolutely. Obviously, you can also get your dick wet. But mm-hmm. lead dick. She says, I don't fuck men. And then immediately you come at her with men, and she's like, not that one, because gross, but mm-hmm. ooh, that ooh, one. Ooh, this one's... Ooh, he's killing all my... Well, I guess he didn't kill her teammates. He killed the gross mercs. Yeah, fair. Still. No. Yeah. All right. So that's, you know... That's our main picadillo. Yeah, yeah. And it's really too bad, because the previous two movies um, avoided this trope, and this one just... Has a few lines and dives head deep into it. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. okay, you want to have naked ladies in the first scene? He's got like four women naked waiting for him in bed when he's still with the necromonkers. Fine. Well, fine. Fine. Yep. But, but maybe this, just leave it no. at that. Just get rid yeah. of this. Just get yeah. get rid of this. And I mm-hmm. can enjoy the movie because it's the best part of it is when he's, he gets in with the the Merc show up. That's mm-hmm. That was the best part of Pitch Black was him interacting with the Merc group, like being the yes. boogeyman and then being the boogeyman that they need. Yep. And they have that again in this movie. Yes. It's not all monologues. And him, you know, a couple of the critics were like, it's at, at his best when he's lone wolfing it. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's at his best when he's like, creeping the fuck out of the norms yeah. who've been mm-hmm. sent there like to kill him and it's oh no thank yeah. you it, it it's the best when he's three f- feet behind you at any point he's always three feet behind you mm-hmm. but you need someone to be three feet behind yeah yeah you do um so I'll, I'll just run through that um you said santana santana is played by um jordy malia <laughs> um Doll is Katie Sackoff. Um, there's a new Johns in this movie, and that is Matthew Nabel. And we also saw and were both reminded that David Batista's in this movie. And when we saw it back in 2014, um, we had no idea who David Batista was. He plays Mm-mm. Diaz. Uh, and Bokeem Woodbine uh, plays Moss. So um, there's some really good folks in here. Oh, and um, Raul Trulio. Yes. Trujillo? Um, Trujillo? Mm-hmm. Plays Loxper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got a native man in there. Yep. Uh, who is the first to die? Ouch. Not technically the first to die. Oh, it was the... He's the um, first to die that Riddick doesn't kill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you make a good point. Uh, oh, the first to die is the woman they shoot in the back. Was she, she was a woman of color? I think so. Damn it. Yeah. Damn I it, know. of course she was. Yeah. It's, it's, they, they also dive into that trope in this movie, which again, they avoided in, which they avoided in Pitch Black, but it's just too bad that, mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so, so do you have a couple favorite scenes of this movie, Amber? I mean, there are many scenes that I enjoy in this movie because I do mm-hmm. truly enjoy this movie despite its problematic issues, which yes. we've already discussed. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm not saying I'm moving past them. But I am Mm-mm. also just going to celebrate the parts that are good while also mm-hmm. calling out the parts that are not so not, good. Not great. Mostly my favorite part is <laughs> after he's picked off the first three dudes. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, it, there's always that like, oh, we got this. You know, we have our guns. We have our ships. He's it's 11 we, against we one. We have a ship and you can live. Like, screw you, man. We've got mm-hmm. two ships. We've got all the guns. We've got a bunch of people. We don't need help from the second group of mercs. We got this. Mm-hmm. And then shit immediately goes wrong because they do not have this. Because he's fucking Riddick. And he mm-hmm. is prepared. He's ready for you. He is smarter than you. Yes, he is. He doesn't need guns. You still Mm-mm. have knives made out of bones and rocks, and he's still going to kill you. Yeah, and he's bear traps the size of a couch. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> which are used very effectively to does. almost amputate a man's legs. And as he's just crawling and screaming, uh, apparently to try and escape the bear trap, which is just coming with him, he encounters a second bear trap that just, like, takes off his head. And, of course... Yeah. Santana is watching this happen, and the look on his face is fantastic. Yes, it is. He's like, oh, no. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But my favorite part is 
they are now scrambling. What do we mm -hmm. do? Oh, God, he's taken out our guys. But we still have the upper hand, right? Like, we still have the nodes to the ships. Like, the only way we can take off and the only way he can get off this planet is the to goober, get these Amber. nodes. The, yeah, the goober. Oh, sorry, the goober. Yes. Mm -hmm. The MacGuffa goober. Mm -hmm. The goobuffin. Yep. He wants a ship. They have the ship. They have booby-trapped a locker with the nodes in the, 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 the only way to get the ships to go. And they're like, and then he scrawls a message on the locker, letting them know that he's gotten inside their base. He's been there. Yep. He's been there. And he still wants a node. And he, it says fair trade, which makes them all psychologically freak the fuck out. Has he gotten mm -hmm. inside the locker? Did he booby trap the locker too? Can we open it? But if we can't open it, then we can't leave the planet either. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And everybody's freaking out. And it's yes. just when they start to snipe at each other. Yeah. It's just because. Yeah, it's very good. It's so and much fun. He's like, well, what if he got inside there? And Santana's like, where did you get that theory? A unicorn's ass. And, <laughs> and, then, he, and then Santana's finally convinced that maybe it is booby trapped and so he doesn't want to do it. And then um, Doll speaks up and she's like, no, this time I'm with you. I think you should open it, she says. Definitely to open it. It's going to be fine. And then Batista, <laughs> mm -hmm. he's like, what do you think? And of Batista's character, Batista's like, yeah, no, I think we're good. As he takes like three steps backwards. Exactly. And like just other random lines of, well, the first three clicks of the combination were good and I didn't blow up in Bokeem Woodbine's character. It's like, you can get three clicks in Russian roulette. Doesn't yes. mean you get four, motherfucker. <laughs> yep, yes. exactly. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And, and then... Uh, <laughs> and then they open it. It's fine. It's not booby-trapped. They fine. open it, and they look... Oh, phew. Phew. The goobers are still in here. Phew. Thank goodness. And then they leave the, <laughs> they leave the locker open and walk away. <laughs> They don't relock it with the explosive. They're just like, oh, phew, thank goodness. And then, yeah, they just they just leave. They just and then it pans up and Riddick's three feet above them this time and <laughs> definitely comes down. He's fooled them into opening the locker and because he counted on them being real big dipshits and leaving the locker open because then he just comes down and grabs them and leaves. Psychological warfare, man. Yeah. I mean, he did, he did like, earlier... He, he grabbed Bokeem Woodbine. He was like, are he you did, afraid yes. of me? Which, of course, yes, he is. Are they afraid of me? Yes, of course they are. So mm -hmm. he knows that he can psychologically mindfuck them into doing yes. what he wants. Yep. Yep. That's very true. Because they're, they're too afraid to think clearly. They are. Yeah. Um, one of my other favorite parts during this whole kind of boogeyman scene is very reminiscent of a part in Pitch Black where they're all... You know, all the mercs are out looking for Riddick and they're they're scared because he's been inside their building and they are opening up the ship to take out the McGoobers so that um, Riddick can't just run away with a ship. And then they pan up and Riddick's sitting on top of the ship, just eating pistachios and throwing the shells off the ship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just, like, just like the umbrella and the chair. And the lawn <laughs> chair scene. Guy oh my goodness. One. Uh huh, and just just chilling. Yeah, I, I d yeah, I enjoyed the scenes. That obviously, I don't see a problem hitting the same notes that you hit, especially with genre movies. That you hit the same Absolutely. notes that you hit in the first one, like good sci-fi horror movie action thriller campy silliness. Just do it. Just and and there's even that moment when Riddick 
starts laughing hysterically because he's been chained up. They got him. Yes. And the monsters have arrived. Mm-hmm. Which and he's warned them about. Which he he's said, warned them about. You're don't not, be afraid I'm not of me. Thing that you yeah. need to be afraid of. Just give me what I asked for. We should all get out of here. Let's yes. just do it. And he starts laughing, just laughing mm-hmm. hysterically because it's it's this. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Like you're. I was here with the same number of people, but it was a planet, and it was night monsters instead of water monsters. And you're gonna die, and you're gonna die, and you're gonna freak out, and you're gonna be spineless, just like your son was spineless. Mm-hmm. And Sister John's. Yep. Just yes. The the because yes, the the second Merc group to show up is led by John's father from the first movie. Which, so <laughs> this makes zero sense because the actor, I mean, and and it just, it always strikes you as weird because, and, the, and then you look it up and the actor who plays John's father is four years older than the actor who plays John's. It, it makes zero sense. I, I don't know why they didn't make him his brother. Just it, make him his brother. Yeah. This, it's that very man weird. cannot be old enough to be John's father. No, it yeah, does not make any sense at all. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. He wants answers. And that's mm-hmm. why he traveled all this way to snag Riddick and so he can yeah. understand his son's death. Like, he's not in it for the money like Santana's crew is. Also, Santana has started off by um, bringing a box. Oh, <laughs> because um, they now are offering twice as much of a bounty on Riddick if he's dead. Yeah. They finally mm-hmm. learned their lesson. Please yep. just kill him. Please don't yep. bring him back Please here. Please don't bring him back here alive. He'll kill us all. <laughs> He'll kill us all. And when they tell Riddick that, he says, that's new. Ugh, such, oh, God. <laughs> they had a, a couple line. of those good two-word liners. Yep. So Santa, Santana has brandished this box, you know, Chekhov's box, saying that he's going to bring Riddick's head home with him. And um, Riddick, while in the chains, and like you were saying, kind of like, you're going to die, you're going to be spineless, he says to Santana, five seconds after I'm out of these chains, I'm going to, your head's going to be in this box. Yep. And then Santana says, how? How are you going to do that? And and Riddick looks at his own machete and says, with that shiny machete you got in your hand. Exactly. Yes. And then Santana just blows it off like, and he's mad at him specifically at him not because he threatened to take his head and put it in a box i mean obviously people are always threatening to kill him riddick is not afraid of measly threats from measly people no santana shot his dog oh it was rough i I did not enjoy that scene (laughs) at all (laughs) it was rough (laughs) what no (laughs) no (laughs) it was a very sad scene Yes, when the CGI jackal dog died. Yeah. It's a very good CGI. All the critters look really good, I think. some critics complained about. I thought they looked delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you won't believe what happens when... They don't even really take the the chains off. Um, John's just Just takes legs. They just do the legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's all it takes in order for... um, Riddick to, I think he heads but, headbutts Santana, pushing him up against a wall. Santana's machete goes up and hits the ceiling. When it comes back down, Riddick catches it on his, balances on his foot and then tosses it with his foot in such a way that it cuts Santana's head off. But just from like the mouth, the like through the mouth, 
Yep. It, it was pretty yep. gory and gross. Um, and then he kicks the box so that the top of Santana's head falls in the box. Mm-hmm. It's it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reactions range from "Oh shit," "Yep," and that was five seconds. Yep, which That's is Katie Sackoff. Yeah, my Katie Sackoff. She's just impressed. She's, She's just, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He called that shot. That was yeah, five seconds. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yep, like, I, I do true. like her character. They just made some weird choices in other places, but yeah. <laughs> yep. Everybody's freaking out about the decapitated dickhead. And she's like, hmm. True to his word. Yes. Not yep. a braggart. Mm-mm. So now his chains are off. Well, his chains aren't quite off. The monsters show up before his chains are fully off. Yeah. And they immediately home in on Bokeen Woodbine. Yes. And Raul Trujillo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The monsters just have a sense of, you know, they've seen monster movies. They know the tropes. Mm-hmm. It's always the people of color that go first. Gotta so. pick off those people of color. That's what they do. That's what they do. Batista mm-hmm. survives. Batista survives. As Diesel does Finn. Survives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah, they did so well in Pitch Black by yep. not falling into this crap. Yes, they did. But in yeah. this one, they introduce a woman of color and immediately shoot her. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, to be fair, Native Dude and Black Guy make it to until the monsters show up. Yes, they do. They do. And and then it's Vin Diesel and it's Johns and the random kid who's like a religious kid yeah the two white men survive and yeah. Vin Diesel. it's the really two whitest men survive yeah it's, yeah it's weird that's not and yeah one of them's it's like a fresh-faced young uber christian boy who believes angels and god are looking out for him and unfortunately he's proven right yeah <laughs> yeah god did not love those other people no nope. but i guess he does love you the kid who was totally willing to listen to his boss and abandon a woman who had apparently been repeatedly raped by his mm-hmm. boss on an uninhabited planet. Yes. I'm glad that kid's still out there. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. really important to me that he survived. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the final fight. Um, the only reason Riddick has been left alive in these chains is because he stole the McGoobers and buried them somewhere in the great expanse of wilderness. And now that the monsters are all here, they need to go get these McGoobers. So they let Riddick out of his chains and they let him lead them to where the um, McGoobers are. Indeed, on sparrows, as you noted. They have these big, meaty motorcycle hover bikes. Yeah, they're awesome. And Megan is like, oh, those are sparrows, aren't they? Yeah, from Destiny. They Mm -hmm. definitely are sparrows. And they yep. definitely do hover. And apparently they also spew flame because Vin Diesel, while doing sweet tricks, mm-hmm. does sweet. use yeah. the the hover bike plume to burn up some of the monsters for reasons. Because he, he can. Because yeah. he can. Who yeah. wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. So uh, the folks that are left are Katie Sackoff and the um, and the kid Luna, mm-hmm. who's played by Nolan Gerald Gerard Funk. And um, they stay back at the ship, guard the ships, I guess. From the monsters? I don't know. Unclear. And Vin Diesel, um, Batista, and Johns go off to find the McCoopers. With the agreement, I think, still being 
Vin gets one ship, they get the other, and their lives. Exactly. Yes. Uh, inexplicably, <laughs> Batista decides to kill Johns. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I don't know why, and I also don't know why it's never addressed that, like, on the way to the Magoober Guffins, mm-hmm. he takes his his Sparrow hover bike, knocks Johns off this path. Johns almost Into, gets yeah. eaten by monsters, and Vin Diesel is just kind of, like, watching. <laughs> Vin Diesel's three feet behind him, Vin as Diesel's always. three feet behind him, as always. And when Johns notices this, Diesel's like, well, you told me no guns, otherwise I would have covered you. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and, and then they get to cuddle on the same hover bike and make it to yeah. the Magoober Guffins. Meanwhile, apparently they're just like, oh, that must have been an accident. Yep, because they allow Batista to keep his guns and uh, chill while they dig. Apparently six feet underground, which is where Vin Diesel has um, hidden these Magoobers. Yeah. Which, why? I guess, I well, I guess rain was, co- but they don't seem to be terribly damaged by rain because they just strap yeah. him onto their backs afterward i guess when he yeah, does a I thing he does it well yeah always yeah mm-hmm. when you bury True. something you bury it six feet down bodies batteries doesn't matter yep good point it's out of respect um, yes so surprise surprise uh batista has decided to murder them both and take the cores mcgoobers for himself uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense because they are surrounded by um, these creatures. And um, he would think you, the more people that you have, the more chance you have of getting back to the ships alive. It yeah. doesn't make much I mean, sense. And all I can think is that, okay, he wants the payday of Riddick's bounty for himself. Yeah. But John's team doesn't even care about the bounty. Right. And the only and that's person all that's left, left in Batista's team is the kid, Luna. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any whatever. sense. Whatever. Batista decides whatever. to betray them. Yep. Reasons doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Sabotages the second to last hover bike and yep. uh, comes at John's. Yes. Riddick uh, ends up cutting Batista in half, essentially, after a fight. I said cleft and- him in twain, <laughs> sir. <laughs> exactly right. And with uh, Batista's final um, hand movement, he either on purpose or accidentally shoots the um, only working hover bike. Exactly. Now they got to do the ground game, Amber. Got to do that ground grind. Mm-hmm. Got to slog it through them monsters, pitch black yep. styles. Mm-hmm. No light, no hover bike. Yep. And apparently Vin Diesel still does not get a gun. No, he he has his um, rock axe blade, which he's also buried with the Magoobers. Which I think that's good thinking, because somebody was yeah. eventually going to betray them. Yeah, why not have a weapon? Exactly. He's always In thinking two steps ahead and three steps behind. He is, yes. What? You know, because he's always three feet behind. Ah, uh, yes. Megan, recognize okay. my cleverness, even when I you say were... it wrong. You were very clever, Amber. Well, saying it out loud very like that clever. just makes it patronizing. The most clever, Amber. That's just making that it worse. That thing you said made me really think internally because of how clever it was. I choose the to believe you for the sake of my delicate, said. delicate, fragile ego. Great. Well, I guess we can move on then. Excellent. Let's. Let's. <laughs> 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 so um johns and riddick 
get um, they get some distance, but then they're just overwhelmed by these creature monsters. Um, Riddick gets um, skewered in the gut with oh no, that's one a, of their that's a chest shot. It's kind of chest, yeah. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Might might even be between like the fourth and fifth ribs where the oh. sweet spot is. We don't know. Yep, which is what Riddick talked about in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so yep. Johns is shooting, shooting. Riddick is stabbing, stabbing. Shooting, shooting, stabbing, stabbing, and he turns around. Oh no, Riddick yeah. has been skewered. He kills the beast that skewered him, but oh no, oh no, one of the tail spikes is in his chest. So what does he do? No, As I'm thinking, oh, that looks like something you leave in. Mm-hmm. He pulls it he out. Takes, and then his he blood like, starts slaw. trickling down, and he's like, oops, <laughs> slides it slowly back into the wound. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then uh, it looks like Johns is going to help him, but nope. He just takes Flips him the... over onto his tummy. And then takes the battery off of his back. <laughs> yes. And leaves him. And leaves him. And I'm thinking, do you really need both ship nodes? There's only three of you left. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know why he did that, but okay, sure. I mean, you did say like maybe he that, that node was for his ship and he's, you know, partial to his personal ship sure. and the other ship yeah. is probably worth something. And this has been a very expensive visit mm-hmm. to Diesel Land. But either way. Unclear. We leave Riddick bleeding out, surrounded by mm-hmm. monsters. Yep. And Johns has thrown a grenade at the monsters and somehow there's some like superheated rock that Vin Diesel's able to use to cauterize his own wound. Yeah. Very badass. So badass. Mm-hmm. And but Riddick. He's not out of the woods yet. He's not. The beasts come from him. He um, ends up climbing this like rock spear that's going out um and they have this really kind of epic shot of and there's some very cool shots where like there's lightning and so you can't see anything and then the lightning hits and then you see like the hundreds of monsters that are coming from him for him he gets up onto this rock um and he's able to kind of at least get a, a, a what's that called a, oh he's able to get like a bottleneck of monsters so not all the monsters can come for him He's fighting him off, fighting him off. He, he his rock axe breaks, and he's now just punching them. Yep, <laughs> just punching them as he scrambles mm-hmm. further and further, further up this like spear of rock that just goes nowhere. And he knows yeah. this, but yes. that Riddick's gonna go down swinging and take as many of those motherfuckers with him as he can. And yes, it's, he it's does. great. You just have these creatures climbing up and him scrambling up. And then you see like the abyss of mm-hmm. air but, and then the lightning. And then it's it's a really cool. It is cool. It's a great visual. And it, it, it does kind of it is evocative of like, OK, they call them mud demons and that's hilarious. But it is kind of evocative of like hell beasts swarming yeah, as he tries to escape. escape. It's delightful. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And then John shows up with the ships and uh very accurately blasts the monsters off of Vin, Vin Diesel and uh, saves him. Yep. So turns out he he wasn't spineless after all. Yeah, he wasn't like his son at all. His son that's three years younger than him. <laughs> <laughs> Still very strange. Very strange idea. <laughs> Super don't understand. Don't worry about it, I guess. I guess. Usually they only do that shit to female actors. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then they, they end up doing what Riddick had asked for from the very beginning, which is Johns and his team take one ship and Riddick takes a different ship. Could have saved so much heartache. 
Yeah. So, and then it's implied that Riddick's gonna go into the under dark to find um, how to get to Furia, essentially. So, Amber, then what would you say you would rate this on a oh, scale? No. Of the rock scale. How which do is... I forget about the scale every time? It's sort of like <laughs> my brain edits it out for me so that I can enjoy the experience right up until we get here. R is regrettable. Yeah, you're just going to power through. You're a professional. O is outstanding. Oh, is it? Are you sure? No. Wait, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Damn you. <laughs> C is craze balls and K is gay. <laughs> Crazeballs. Yeah, crazeballs. Crazeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazeballs with the asterisks of, hey, stop being so fucking misogynistic Don't and like gross. gay phobic slash deciding all a gay woman needs is a Vin Diesel dick. Like, gross. Stop it. Yeah, please don't do that. Please. Mm-hmm. Please don't have like a pretty badass sniper woman. Mm hmm. And then take away all of her, yeah, identity. And then, yeah, say, I'm a lesbian. Mm, Asterisk. Yeah. Unless. Unless. (laughs) Um, And the trope, of course, of uh, murdering all the people of color. Kill them right away. When they introduced Santana's original prisoner, Mm -hmm. when they land on the planet and they're like, ah, cut her loose. We're going to get Riddick. We don't need her bounty. I'm like, oh, I don't remember this woman. Yeah. That's strange. Like, I feel like I remember another woman being in this movie. Like, I thought it was mm-hmm. just Katie Sackhoff. And then they immediately shoot her as she's running away. Oh, that's why I don't remember her. Yeah, because you murdered the shit out of her mm-hmm. in the first three seconds we met her. Craze balls. Craze balls. <laughs> still entertaining. I can be mm-hmm. mad at it and still like it. That's what liking something is. You gotta, you gotta embrace it, but also acknowledge its faults and say, no, bad, no cookie for you. Yep. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. There were a bunch of articles written about the kind of gross treatment of Katie Sackhoff. So maybe they listened and maybe Twohe and Diesel will get their act together for uh, Riddick 4. Yes, please. Hopefully. Maybe get some some women in that writer's room. I don't know. Yeah. Think about it. Think about that. Just, uh... Hey, Amber. Yes? Do Abby's story. Me? Well, you do an Abby story? Yeah. Are you the saying, tables have turned. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, to be invited to do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Amber spent a weekend with me and Abby while her parents were out of town. I did. I did do that and it was delightful. Mm-hmm. I got I got some 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 personalized Abby time. It wasn't secondhand stories for me. Oh no. I have my own stories. Yes. I'm trying to think what So we were playing outside. Mm-hmm. In the yard, yes, with the outdoor toys. Mm-hmm. Um, it had rained, yes, not that recently, but recently enough for there to be some just disgusting, scummy water, like outdoor st- sitting water in some of the toys. And mm-hmm. part of the toy was a bath for you know pretend babies. Mm-hmm. And Abby was you know playing with the bath. She wanted to fill it with water, so she was taking water from one part of it and trying to put it in the main bath. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> She offered to clean your glasses. Yeah. With, uh-huh. with the bath water. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I clean your glasses, Maggie. <laughs> I can clean sweet. them in the bath. 
Mm-hmm. Very said, sweet. You know, no, thank you. They're actually, they're, you know, I, they're clean enough right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did say that. And I said, are you What'd sure, you do, Maggie? Mm-hmm. Just going to poke that bear a little bit, huh, Amber? <laughs> Always. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a great happy story. <laughs> there are other like happy it. stories. I like it. She's, she's, oh, no, that wasn't a very good one. I can do better. I can do better. You didn't give me, you, you sprung this on me. <gasps> Who knew I could do that to you? Hey, Megan, do you have an Abby story? I do. Um, so also that weekend, um, so her parents have uh, taught her how to ask for things nicely. And so we were playing with Parker and Parker has a bone you can throw for her. And so Abby threw the bone and Parker brought it back. And then she said to Parker, may I have it of the bone? <laughs> and then Parker dropped the, the, um, the bone and then Abby threw it again. May I have it, Parker? <laughs> Just a very sweet way to ask a dog to give you their toy. <laughs> it's so polite. Mm-hmm. Parker also cute. deserves her respect. She does. She mm-hmm. does. So very cute. Just, Abby is unfailingly polite. Mm-hmm. That's true. Usually. Uh, Amber. Yes, Megan. Have you, have you thought of a recommendation? I have thought of a recommendation, which it, it might be a lazy one because we may have already sort of done it when we recommended people play uh, the, the DLC for it. Mm-hmm. But last night we watched a preview for borderlands 3 which is a preview we haven't seen we've already watched previews this one had no gameplay it just showed the characters dancing around and random shit happening and it made me so happy and borderlands gets me so hard yeah it it, so i was always gonna buy borderlands 3 but we watched that particular um trailer and i had to buy borderlands last night because i was like they deserve this like they're getting my money anyway they need to be rewarded for this um, for this particular trailer. <laughs> this particular trailer really just, it, it, it did. It, it would pry the money from any caring individual's pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can probably find it with like Borderlands 3 trailer dance or something, I would guess. Sure. What's the song that they use? Um, it's, it's the imagined me and you and you and me. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy yeah. together. Um, yeah, that's the song they use. So and uh, fun. Oh, mm-hmm. gleeful and absurd and violent. <laughs> exactly. Everything, everything I love about the Borderlands franchise. Um, so after watching this, Megan then apparently was looking at other Borderlands videos because that's what she does. When, when something really makes her happy, she then does a deep dive. And she came mm-hmm. across True. a character video for when the character of Krieg the Psycho was added to Borderlands 2. And it mm-hmm. essentially shows him meeting one of the core characters and being yep. being very much Krieg. Fucking yeah. love that character. I played him. He's my favorite. It's just, mm-hmm. he's crazy. And he says crazy shit. But then there's another voice in his head that isn't crazy. And it's, but you're the only one who hears it when you're playing. Yeah. Like Megan would only ever hear the crazy stuff my character said, but I would hear like the same voice in the, oh, it's so. The inner monologue. Yeah. It's very <sighs> clever. Super so clever. Goddamn clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my recommendation is play Borderlands 2. Yep. yep. <laughs> play Krieg the Psycho. Yeah. Or play Axton, the handsomest. He's very handsome. The, the And also bisexual. And also bisexual. Which, yes, yes. Yeah, let's tell this story. So um, one of the things um, that the programmers of Borderlands 2 did is there's this, like, if a player goes down, then you can help revive them. 
And there's a particular set of things that a character will say when you're reviving them. And, you know, ranges from thank you to I don't need your help to, you know, um, uh, come ride my meat bicycle. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Greg. Um, and the way they programmed it was that um, Acton says, uh, so, hey, uh, you've been working out kind of like a little a little flirty line. Um and they just programmed him to say that to whoever, whether it was a male character or a female character or a robot who was reviving you. And um, they didn't necessarily mean to do that, was my understanding. But then um, some asshole video gamers started being like, hey, you need to fix this because it seems like Axton is hitting on the men, too. And getting all like uppity about like, we're not going to play your game because we're super homophobic. And... <laughs> this is the best because Borderlands responded by being like, oh, yeah, we didn't mean to do that. But now, yeah, this character's bisexual. And guess what? Everybody else we're writing into this video game is either gay or bisexual or pansexual. Yep. Yep. When That's they, how we're going to respond. When they made the pre-sequel, which comes after Borderlands 2, they were like, well, everyone's gay now. Everybody, <laughs> everybody has a same sex uh, partner. And it's just so good. Yep. Every it's single just... character in this franchise is now queer. Yep. We heard, we just leaned in. We heard, we heard you. your criticisms and we present you with don't play our game then. Yes, exactly. Which is such a good response. Um, yeah. Even when they added Krieg's character, he he will see when sometimes when he's being revived, he just says, love you. Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> anyway, good work, Borderlands. Good work, Borderlands. Mm -hmm. We support your insanity and we want our listeners to support you too. Exactly right. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do you also have a recommendation? I do. I have two. I would recommend that you make yourself some hibiscus iced tea. Oh, definitely. That is refreshing as hell. I add yeah, some seltzer, is. make it effervescent. Yeah, you do. Tart. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's very good. I'm very pleased with it as a summertime refresher. Delicious. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I'm going to recommend, since we're recommending video games, is the new um, kind of playable thing in Destiny is super fun. Um, it's, it, there's a, it's a summer solstice event and it's to get this gear that you won't actually get till September, but, um, it's, it's fun to chase some silly things in destiny again. It is nice to have a goal, a goal that is mm -hmm. very difficult and very grindy to reach. There's just something about it that's just tantalizing and frustrating mm -hmm. and I'm in, God damn it, you have me, you know, yep. you have me. Yeah. And Destiny is a game that a bunch of our friends tend to play and we all kind of go through peaks and valleys of playing it. And this is now Destiny 2 that we're playing, but they keep coming in with some really fun stuff. And I recommend it. And I think um, actually Destiny 2, the basic game is coming out for free soon. That makes understanding. sense. Since there's yeah. so many DLCs at this point. Yes, exactly. I think they're... Um, I don't know when they're going to do that, but there was talk of them doing that. So, um, yeah, if... Uh, First taste is free, kids. Exactly right. Yeah. Destiny 2 had a bit of a rough start. They kind of forgot all the lessons they learned in Destiny 1, but the patches and updates and stuff have made it a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a good social game. It's a good thing mm -hmm. to make your friends play with you. Yep. 
exactly right. Otherwise, you have to play with randos, and you can't trust those people. No. Well, I feel like I we did we, a good job here. We did it, Amber. We did it. All right. So to close it off, I will say Please what don't. I say whatever, every time. Whatever you're going to say, just don't. I'm going to just say, rockabye, baby. Oh. Have a very restful sleep oh. night tonight. That is really unsettling. Rockabye. God, Rock you're going to watch baby. me when I'm sleeping, aren't you? This is like, this is creepy. This is, this is Vin Diesel is just waiting in my closet for me to fall asleep. Yeah, he's three feet behind you, Amber. No, it's less reassuring him, after this movie. Which I think um, puts him like out on the window ledge behind you. But... Yeah, he's just crouched on the ledge right now. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Bye, Amber. Bye, Megan. Bye.